So it's more important than ever to drill down to the basics, to the essentials, to the fundamentals of life, and to live life instead of Googling how other people live. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, it's Rick Nusky here, host of the My Future Business Show. I hope you're doing fantastically well today. Do I have somebody very special lined up for you today? I'm on the line with the wonderful Dr. Christine Sauer. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Hi, Rick. It's a pleasure to be on your show, and I'm so happy. It's a wonderful day, and each day I start, and that's a tip for your viewer, as soon as your feet hit the floor. Yes. A big stretch and say it's gonna be a gorgeous day yeah that's fantastic i love that sort of attitude now for everybody just a bit of context christine is that we're going to be talking about how business owners entrepreneurs and professionals in fact all of us can feel better get healthier and work smarter by optimizing our brains in five dimensions and by utilizing neuroscience tools and techniques now Before we do all that, that's quite a mouthful, let me tell you. (laughs) Before we do any of that, uh, Christine, um, it's customary, if you like, to spend some time learning a little bit about you. Now, you and I just touched on uh, briefly prior to the call that uh, you're German, uh, I guess, by origin. Now, I'd love to learn a little bit about, um, I guess, where you're located now, where's home for you, and uh, let's just start with that. It's a good question, where's home for you? Because I was born in Germany, I grew up in Germany, I became a physician in Germany, I studied medicine, became a family doctor, naturopath, dermatologist, allergist, had a very successful practice as a family doctor with my ex-husband, had a very successful practice as a dermatologist, allergist, phlebologist, did surgeries, did everything. It was fun. It was great. It was rewarding. I had all the answers for my clients and they paid me handsomely. Fine. Sounds like a good plan. But one day my back gave out and it was so bad. I had to spend time in the hospital. Four weeks. I was flat on my back. Couldn't even go to the washroom. That was not bad enough. I got better, got out, started working again, next to slip. It has not, it wasn't supposed to be. So that time I gave up, sold my practice. Then my ex-husband committed suicide. Oh. And oh. Uh, what a time that was. I was left depressed because I lost my profession, my reason for being. I lost myself. I didn't know who I was anymore. I lost my ex-husband and I had two teenage sons that didn't know what to do with themselves. They were spoiled rotten, of course. So, and I had immigration papers to Canada. (laughs) What a time that was. So I said, what the heck? Let's go to Canada. What can get worse? (laughs) Actually, it was the best decision of my life to come to Halifax. But at that time, and it was the end of 1997, so it was quite a while ago, mm. things got worse. And I didn't think it could, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, 
I, I'd I, love I, to learn, I guess, a little bit more about that in a moment if we can. But, um, yes. you know, could we maybe step back a little bit um, when you were growing up? Because I always really love to learn, um, I guess, the genesis of people's paths through lives and yours into to medicine. But stepping well back in time, um, like many of us, I'm wondering, what was it like for you growing up? And where did you grow up? And, and do you have any fond memories of that time? Absolutely. I grew up in Ulm in uh, Germany, a small suburb actually of Ulm, and my parents were scientists. So my father was a physicist, uh, and my mother, she's still alive, God love her, she was a chemist and a teacher. So I come from an old teacher's family, that's probably why I like teaching so much. And uh, growing up, we were always encouraged to ask questions and get answers. So. Uh, I remember one day, and that is a very fond memory. We have two two very fond ones. It was a heavy thunderstorm. We had lots of them. And out of our living room window, a little brick house, an older house, we could look over a valley. And across of us was the sky with the flashes just coming down. And my father said, when you see the flash, start counting. Every time you count three seconds, the flash, the thunder, uh, to the thunder, uh, count the seconds until from the flash to the thunder, sorry. Yep. And that will be the distance that the flash was away from your location. So that was the introduction in, this, in physics to yes. the speed yes. of sound. Very simple way to uh, learn the importance of physics and science and math in life. It's not abstract science. No. You want to know how far the thunderstorm is away from you. Yeah, that's amazing. I, yeah, I love how he's uh, simplified it. And that's just, um, I guess, a part that makes a big difference, doesn't it, early on? Because if it's made overly complex for the, for the young mind, it could possibly um, put you off. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And I also think whatever you learn has to be attached to some real world application that matters to your life right now. I also teach children and I always emphasize how important it is to learn math. And they say, oh, math, I hate math, I can't do math. And I say, listen, when you go to a grocery store, there's two bags of flour. One is 500 grams, cost a dollar. The other one is two kilograms and cost five dollars, which is cheaper per 100 gram. Mm -hmm. That's math. <laughs> How do you save money? <laughs> <laughs> now, you've, uh, you obviously have uh, done, done a lot of work in applied neurosciences as well. Um, I'm wondering if we can, you know, in a moment, um, talk about that in some detail. But um, you um, obviously would have had some amazing people around you that would have been inspirational for you. You've touched on your parents who are both uh, very skilled individuals, which is a blessing. Um, I, I wonder, were there any other people as you were growing up that were instrumental in your development? You know, there really were not that many. And the people, the, 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 the things that really shaped my life were books and other events. And I remember when I was 16 and I was depressed then. And that's the story that we are getting to eventually, how yeah. I morphed into a brain scientist in the end. Uh, 
I went, I, I went to the library at that time. There was nothing online. There was no internet for the younger viewers. There was not even a scientific <laughs> or any uh, electronic calculator. I'm 60 this year. I'm an old world girl. So, <laughs> so we had no internet, no computers, nothing to go to. So we went to the library and a book fell in my hand at 16. Uh, by Carl Rogers on becoming a person. And it was in English. I spoke English. I had English in school. I didn't speak it, but I could read it and I understood it well. Yeah. So I said to myself, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> I want to become a person. That's a book for me. So I took it home and read it. And I thought, oh my God, interpersonal psychotherapy. That's what I want. I want love. I want a care. I want to feel loved and cherished for who I am, not for what I know, what, what, and, and, and that longing stayed with me for the longest while. And it's still and there, it was, I, I suspect. Now, given that uh, technology has advanced leaps and bounds since those days, um, do you still enjoy a good book? And if so, do you um, enjoy audio books or who are you reading at the moment and how are you reading them? I actually love listening to an audio book. For one, I still enjoy cooking and doing housework and sometimes gardening and what better than an audio book. And I read a wide variety, of course. I am a teacher on Dr. Amen's and Dr. Joseph McLennan's teams. So, of course, I read all their books. In, in, <laughs> as a it's mandatory. Copy. As a paper copy, I studied their courses on video audio and I read their audio books. Well, I listen to the audio books. Yeah. But my husband and I, when we go to bed at night, uh, uh, we pick an audio book. Well, I pick it more or less. And we listen <laughs> for about half an hour to an hour yeah. before we fall asleep. We are listening to something that may be interesting. And it could be about Buddhism, about boundaries, but about something related to life yes <laughs> yes uh, this is, I'm, I'm loving this thank you very much for opening the doors into your life it's it's fascinating now i wonder you talked about gardening and, and other pursuits a little earlier christine if i may call you christine um right. yeah and uh you know, I, I wonder are they the i guess the only therapeutic things that you do do you have other hobbies that you enjoy aside from cooking and gardening and the likes Yes, I actually like to sing, especially folk songs. They can be very emotional, sad and nice, uh, especially German old folk songs, but mm -hmm. also some English ones to my guitar. Uh, am I good at it? No. Do I enjoy it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I do Tai Chi. I'm actually oh. a Tai Chi instructor and I, I, I love doing Tai Chi. That's my meditative exercise. Yeah, that's excellent. Thank you again for sharing. Now, I, um, I'd i love to, I guess, for the sake of, uh, you know, giving a bit of an idea about your daily um, happenings, your routines, what does, a, I guess, a typical day look like from you? Does it start early? Does it finish late? What's involved? That I, I, I am a morning person, so I often get inspirations in the middle of the night, and when I get too excited, well, I get up. What the <laughs> heck? I can as well put it down on a piece of paper in the computer or somewhere. 
And most of the time I get up between 5 and 6 a.m. That's my time. And then I start the day by just sitting down and I'm so antithetical. I don't do what most gurus recommend. Don't check your email, blah, 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 blah. No, I do exactly that. I check my emails. (laughs) I love it. I, I check, did I get any messages? What is my team telling me? Because they work, some of I just hired some virtual assistants, oh, so yes. they work overseas. So what are they saying? And then I go to my calendar. What am I doing today? Oh, I have that great interview with Rick Nasky. Oh, <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to that. And, and, and so I, I, I really look forward to experiencing another day. And then I go and make myself a nice cup of coffee i know some brain health gurus say don't drink coffee it reduces blood flow it's true but it also increases other things yes, and it, yes. is, it is our addictive substance it shaped the modern personalization uh, civilization i rest read, read a fascinating <laughs> audio book about caffeine it's oh, yes. not dull Well, I know there's one thing about you that that is true and certain, um, and anyone can see it, is that you love life. You don't just live it, you love it. And there's a lot to learn about life that a lot of people simply don't understand. Now, um, I'd love to, again, for the sake of context, uh, Christine, is to elaborate on your professional background, just so people understand exactly what you do, because it's a very deep topic for those who have never been introduced to it. Yeah, that's that's true. And I think it's important to understand that I'm not just a physician top down. But uh, after I came to Halifax, I had a very dark and bad time. I was so depressed, I nearly committed suicide. And I share the story on my website in five minutes. It's a very short compilation. Yeah. And uh, it was so bad that I ended up in a mental hospital for four weeks. That was the lowest point a physician or most people imagine people can go. Mm. I was literally in the loony bin. And at some point, because I tried to commit suicide in the hospital again, they punished me by putting me what they call the QT room, quiet room, which means there's a mattress, a hole in the floor. That's it. And the doors are locked. Wow. Uh, This gave me a different perspective on life. And I met people that I probably never would have met any other way. I met people that were homeless. Uh, I met people with other severe mental illnesses that were pacing the floors, just like I did at that time, that that had to be locked because they were violent. And I realized we are all the same. Some people know more, some people have more education, but deep down at an existential level, we are all the same. And six months later, after I had recuperated some, Hmm. my now husband, who is a very interesting person, he's a genius, I always say, and he's open about it so I can share it. He can't read or write. Now... How could I ever be with a man that can't read or write for now 23 years? I tell you, because he's a genius. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with your ability or your education. And one of his sayings that I constantly quote, <laughs> because it's his word, so I can use the S word. We all eat the same. We all shit the same. Yep. Isn't it true? Yep, absolutely. There's no a truer word said. 
I, I sometimes say I'm highly educated. True. I'm a neuroplasticist, a licensed neuroplasticist. I'm teacher on Dr. Amen's. Daniel Amen, he wrote the New York Times bestseller, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. Awesome mm-hmm. book. Recommended to everybody. And, and many, many other New York Times. I have a teacher on Joseph McLennan's teaching team. He's an awesome uh, psychologist, neuropsychologist. Oh my God, his presentations are great. I, I, I aspire to be a presenter like him one day. Hmm. I, and, uh, <laughs> I'm still young. I'm only 60. Of course. It's never too late to start your, le- your of best. Of course. Life. Absolutely. Uh, when I was in a day hospital in group psychotherapy, there was an 83-year-old lady, and she started over. So it's never too late. What, the, what do they say? As long as you've got two feet and a heartbeat, you can't complain. You've got time. You lost the time if you're on your deathbed. Before yep. that, you always have now, this yep. day. Yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, the author Eckhart Tolle when you say um, the power of now, doesn't it? The, do you resonate with that sort of message with him? Yeah, absolutely. I read Eckhart Tolle. I, <laughs> and and I, I also think it's all the same. You know, whether it's meditation, it's uh, prayer. What does Paul say in the New Testament? Pray without cessation. Now, what's that different from being in the now or no. meditation? or being present or mindfulness it's the same we can say it with ancient terms or with modern terms it's all the same now christine with your work as a neuroscientist um now how have you meshed this together with your um your past that you've just talked about which was clearly um uh, almost tangential to your direction in life your professional life Uh, how did that how did it come about that you meshed the two together took a while mm. and I thought how can I fulfill my purpose in life which is being one an authentic true human being and second helping people to live their best life uh, reach their goals uh, feel happier whatever success means to them so I contemplated that for a while and I say well from my story I know what it takes to get better and achieve this because I've done it. Yeah. So how can I convey that to others in a way that regular people can understand it? Because what modern neuroscience is very complex, complicated, and it's getting worse every day. And everybody is suffering nowadays from information overlay. No. Oh, yeah. And you know that the email inboxes are overflowing. You go on Google, you get 3,576,764 or so answers. Yeah. Do you read them all? No, nobody does. We are, we are living in an information overload and in a distraction time. So it's more important than ever to drill down to the basics to the essentials, to the fundamentals of life, and to live life instead of delegating it to others and living your life on a social media or living your life vicariously by Googling how other people live. Yes. And that applies to you too, that that's listening there. Because, hey, you have your life. How do you want to live it? What do you want to be able to say when you're on your deathbed looking back on your life? Will you have regrets? I talked to many people that were dying. 
And you know, nobody told me, I wish I'd worked more. I wish I'd spent more time on Facebook. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> People say, I wish I had spent more time with those I love. I wish I had taken the risk to do what I really wanted to do in life instead of doing what I thought I should do should and pleasing do. other people. Yeah, that's some sage insight. Thank you very much for sharing. And that's what is great about this show is that I get to speak to incredibly talented individuals who have not only, you know, gained the necessary skills to be able to talk with qualification, but they've actually had the life experience. And you can't buy experience, can you? No, you can't buy it. You can learn from other people's experience and then apply it to your own life. But yeah. only if you take action and it's little steps to actually do the things instead of escaping on TV or whatever it is. And I just am um, the co-author actually of an awesome book where 29 women, including myself, share their stories, how they overcame uh, adversity, sometimes suicide of a loved one or severe abuse. Mm. And the book is called... Uh, invisible no more, invincible no uh, forevermore. And it is an amazing book. Uh, it, it is a, 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 now for over two weeks, a number one Amazon bestseller, uh, awesome. international Amazon bestseller. And with a reason, it is a really valuable book. And I'm proud to be part of that. Now, I know that you have been involved either directly or indirectly or both in a number of other books. Could you maybe introduce those for us on a, on a cursory level? Of course. And when you Google my name on Amazon, you'll find them all. But I wrote a nice little book uh, for my clients, actually, but everybody can get it. I called it Eating for Vibrant Health and Explosive Energy because everybody asks me, what should I eat? I can't afford what's ideal. Mm. Everybody says I should eat only organic and grass-fed food. It's not available where I live. So I thought, what can I do? So I made a book, and, and it's three categories where I classify the food in. What's ideal to eat? What uh, is acceptable to eat if you can't get or afford what's ideal? Mm. And what is really better what you should avoid? And I included a little chapter about food allergies and sensitivities. Of course, as an allergist, I know a little bit about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> my favorite recipe is like the awesome black brown, brown, brown black bean brownies. And oh, I, but yeah. And I worry about that. I made them for my husband. And I said, here, have some brownies. I didn't tell him that they're black bean brownies. <laughs> Eat them and he loved them. Yes. Them, did you know there's no flour in it? It's all black beans. Really, he said they were good. That's they all were good. I'll have some more of those. Make sure you make some more. Now, um, I know that uh, you have some um, uh, speaking engagements. How is that going at the moment? You're doing many of those. I'm uh, doing many of those right now i'm a little pushing back because my dear mother in germany is not well so i have to go to germany but i was uh, supposed to speak in toronto in person again on the 6th of uh, october i'm not sure if i can do it because mm. of my, uh, involvement of course in germany with my mother but yeah. uh, if yeah. not i'll be speaking next year and i'm on video all over the internet <laughs> yeah it's wonderful technology isn't it yeah, and uh, I will be live on stage, hopefully when COVID allows uh, the government next year. Yes. 
Do you, how do you find speaking? Is it, uh, is it something that comes naturally for you to get up in front of big crowds? Yeah, I'm, I'm no longer nervous because mm. stage fright is, is worse than death for some people. Oh, yeah. In my earlier years, when I was a teenager, I had terrible speech. <laughs> I remember in, in 10th grade, I was called to the blackboard by my teacher to explain uh, some concept in physics. I knew all about the concept. I went to the blackboard and froze. I couldn't say oh. a word. I couldn't say a word. Oh, my God. I turned red and the teacher said, oh, well, just sit down. And I thought, shit. I've I've blown it. I've blown it. So I just want to tell everybody that maybe is in that position. People can change. And just because someone of authority told you it's impossible does not mean it's true. Does not mean it's true. Labeled, to be honest, I've been labeled with major depression, schizoaffective disorder, avoidant and dependent personality disorder. That was a long time ago. I don't think I have any of them anymore. I'm not needing any medications anymore. Mm. People can change. And it's, it's very important. I think what possible. I've and what I've what I've taken from that, Christine, is that be careful who you listen to and what you believe, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's a Buddha quote uh, that he said, uh, "Don't believe every anything, not even when I say it. Only believe every, anything if it resonates with your inner being." Something like that. It's yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. And you know the Henry Ford quote that I also often quote, where he says. Whether you believe it's possible or not, you You're are right. Good. Yeah. Now, that's great. Again, sage insight. Now, earlier uh, at the opening of the call, Christine, we talked about um, our brain's uh, five dimensions and uh, how we can utilize neuroscience tools and techniques. I'm wondering if you can tell us about these five dimensions and what that's all about. Yeah, the five dimensions that really determine our life are the physical dimension how our body works and how we optimize it. That includes nutrition, supplementation, exercise, all those things that involve our body. Then we have the mental dimension. The mental dimension, of course, involves thought patterns, emotions, and the spiritual dimension. And I don't just mean religion. There's the universe, there's the energetic peace, and there's passion, purpose, and the spiritual energy that we need. Then there's the social dimensions. As human beings, we are social people. We need relationships. We are in constant relationships with ourselves and with others. Mm-hmm. The fifth dimension is a financial dimension. If somebody has no money at all, they can't be happy and have a good life. So people need money to live. And that's yep. where the entrepreneurship part comes in. And many of our listeners are entrepreneurs. So I don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. That's not where I'm an expert in. I know who does a really good job at it. There's a few people that I learned from. But it is important to address the financial dimension because it is important to have enough money to live at least a comfortable lifestyle. Yeah. And if you go so far in debt that you go bankrupt, like I did, it impacts your happiness. Definitely. It's hard to get out of it. And it is important to manage your money wisely. So anybody can make bad decisions. 
and end up either in the loony bin, in the bankruptcy court, or wherever, yeah. or in jail. Yeah. Any, but each of these individuals has the potential, and often we need help to get out of them. And it involves all five dimensions of our brain health, mental health, generally of our being to do so. We see a lot of uh, abuse nowadays, substance abuse, escapism. It's a real tragedy for many different uh, elements of society, young and old and everybody in between. Um, I, I wonder from, a, I guess, a, an intake perspective, you, mm. see, you also see, I guess to a lesser degree, a dependence almost on these uh, supplements and, and drinks that uh, claim to give you more energy and make you more alert. What do you think about those types of things and should we be focusing on pure H2O? <laughs> now, I think dependence on anything is not helpful. Mm. Whether it's other human beings, substances, certain thought patterns, certain foods, whatever. Yeah. Because many people, and I love David Hawkins, letting go. It's, and Buddha said, you have to remove the attachment to things and people. And it's important for happiness to have some level of detachment. As humans, we can completely detach only when we are dead. But before, we have to be able to reflect on it and say, am I so attached to the right way of eating yeah. that when I see something that others uh, want to eat, I put them down, I have to belittle them and say, hey, you can't even control yourself. You're eating chocolate like nothing. Look at <laughs> your body, how fat you are. Now, that's an example where somebody is so attached maybe to their own uh, beauty, to their own outside, that they can't see that it is more important to show love and kindness to others than judgment. Yes, uh, absolutely. And you see that everywhere. It's uh, it's an amazingly deep topic. And I've been looking through all of your content and I could spend many, many hours going through it. I've really just scratched the surface. Now, I'm wondering if you can uh, tell us a little bit about um, your two websites and how they are different. Yeah, my main website is doccristine.com, my personal website, D-O-C-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com. And my other websites, of course, are linked. Then I have uh, the website where I promote and host the Brain and Success program. And, it, of course, it's called brainandsuccess.com. And I have some beautiful free training there that, and I have a free course that mm -hmm. you also can uh, consume. It's actually about the nine choices you have to make to have, to live your best life. And you will see it when you go to brainandsuccess.com and click on the courses tab and there's a free course. And uh, I can only say enjoy. It, it is, it, uh, it's short videos. It's easy to consume. It's fun. And if you like it, look at the training too. Uh, it's from the homepage. It's linked from the homepage. And uh, uh, I, I'll explain exactly what I mean with my system, what I'm doing with my system. And, uh, 
if you feel like it, uh, there's a button on top. It says book a time. And uh, when you do that, we have a meeting from brain to brain. And we'll talk about your situation and how you can improve your situation. And if you want to, you can work with me. If not, it's completely fine. I'm, an, I'm not a pressuring <laughs> sales. That's not who I am. <laughs> and I'm with the concept of sales I'm not doing sales I like people I like to help them if I can help them by working with them fine and if not I'll try my best to help them in the little time that we have together anyway yes I can definitely see that that is your entire focus is on um, the human condition and helping people live their best life not just a better life the best life that uh, you can possibly help them live now um, you will find Christine and all of her wonderful work again at uh, brainandsuccess.com along with .christine.com I'll be making sure that the uh, links back to Christine and all of this wonderful content is available to you now just before uh, we go any further I'd love to talk a little bit more about uh, what you can find in Doc Christine. I know that you have uh, your own show, your own podcast. Tell us a little bit about that. I have a podcast and video show. I call it Your Quality of Life Healthy Alternatives. And it's on all major platforms. Of course, it's in my blog part, the better ones. I always put on a website, on, a, on my, my website with the video and the audio version and some uh, chapter topics because it's so interesting to talk with different experts on topics. I just talked about precision medicine. What awesome, the future of medicine, computerized AI, but what about the data security? Interesting topic. Yeah, I can tell. I've had a look at some of the content there and it's just fascinating to say um, for sure and certain. Now, again, uh, if you're on today's call and you're wondering how you can live your best life uh, and you want to start actively working on, I guess, your mindset and the way you go about life in all aspects of your life, from your daily routines, your diet, your intake, your mindset and the likes, you need to reach out to Dr. Sauer. And uh, for you to do that, I'll be making sure that all of the links are, um, are clickable below this post. No, no matter where you find this call, you will find links back to Dr. Sauer. And with all that being said, thank you so very much, Christine, for spending some time with me on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.